the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Democrat division over Build Back Better. We don't have all the details on the climate pieces yet, so we're still working through that, and let's see where we get to. Working to free American hostages in Haiti. The U.S. Embassy in Port-au-Prince is coordinating with local authorities and providing assistance to the families to resolve the situation. Slow going for jury selection and a high-profile Georgia murder trial. The trial in its entirety could go right through the week before Thanksgiving. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, October 20th. I'm Rich Thomason. What began as a $3.5 trillion spending package on expanded social programs and climate change initiatives has President Biden bargaining with centrist and far-left progressive Democrats. For now, it appears the price tag will be somewhere around $2 trillion if the Democrats can agree on a carbon tax, energy tax credits, and other strategies. Democrat Pramila Jayapal chairs a Congressional Progressive Caucus, sounding upbeat, coming out of a White House meeting. The president is the inspirer. He is the closer. He is the convincer. The mediator-in-chief. He, he, mediator he really is doing a phenomenal job. And she says discussions were wide-ranging, going beyond what holdout Senators Manchin or Cinema are seeking. The president was really laying out um, some of the areas that he knows are important to us and and where we think we might be able to get on some of those. So it wasn't really a discussion about the two senators. The Hill reports Joe Manchin's top-line figure for the spending bill is $1.5 trillion, and Senator Bernie Sanders is urging Manchin and Senator Kirsten Sinema to be more specific about what they want. Sanders also published an op-ed piece in a West Virginia newspaper over the weekend. Manchin represents West Virginia, touting the benefits of a $3.5 trillion bill. Manchin bristled at that, labeling Sanders an out-of-stater. Meanwhile, Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is urging the GOP to look to the future. McConnell told a press conference at the Capitol the party should keep its focus on President Biden and winning back seats in the 2022 midterms. The Kentucky Republican was asked whether he's comfortable with the party largely embracing former President Trump, some even sharing his claims the 2020 election was stolen by Democrats. McConnell said he hopes 2022 will be, in his words, a referendum on the performance of the current administration, not a rehash about suggestions of what may have happened in 2020. Looks like your modest bank account is safe from the prying eyes of Big Brother, as Daybreak Insider's Keith Peters explains. Bowing to an outcry from taxpayers, Senate Democrats are abandoning their proposal to have banks report any deposits or withdrawals of $600 or more to the IRS. The plan was universally condemned by average citizens and by banks themselves as too much government surveillance. Graphic video of the killing of 25-year-old Ahmad Arbery in 2020 sparked a national outcry. Father and son Greg and Travis McMichael and their neighbor, William Bryan, are charged with murder and other crimes. Correspondent Russ Bynum says jury selection for their trial is underway in Brunswick, Georgia, albeit at a snail's pace. The way that the judge had planned for this to work was that they would bring in 
a panel of 20 in the morning, get through questioning them, and bring in another panel of 20 in the afternoon. And he seems to have scrapped that all together. He sent the afternoon people home to come back at another date. And so it looks like they're looking to get through 20 a day, at least for right now, as opposed to 40. Following intense questioning, the presiding judge identified eight potential jurors. They're trying to find out what do they already know? How much of that, how much has that already had opinions about whether, you know, the defendants in this case were at fault? Uh, the judge is not allowing them to just flat out say, do you think they're guilty or not? There's been some pretty tense discussions between some of the defense attorneys and the judge on that point. Um, and they're being asked, what, if any, role do they think that race played in this case? It's thought the trial could run well into the Thanksgiving holiday. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says top Republican on the Senate Armed Services Committee pushing back on the president's vaccine mandate for members of the military. In a letter to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, Senator Jim Inhofe complained of what he called a lack of clarity and consistency in the mandate. It was back in August that Austin ordered that all service members and defense personnel immediately begin getting the vaccine, but he left it up to the individual services to set their own deadlines. Inhofe says the policy is so flawed as to pose a threat to military readiness. He writes, quote, most troublesome is the lack of clarity and consistency among the services as they look to implement the administration's hasty vaccination mandate. The Homeland Security Secretary joining the ranks of those testing positive for the coronavirus. His office says Alejandro Mayorkas is isolating at home and is experiencing only mild congestion. DHS also says Mayorkas has been fully vaccinated and will work from home following CDC protocols. Contact tracing is being done to check for possible exposure, among others. Mayorkas was with President Biden Saturday at the annual National Peace Officers Memorial Service at the Capitol. He was standing on the podium, separated from the president by First Lady Jill Biden. The positive test requires Mayorkas to cancel a scheduled trip this week to Columbia. Ed Donahue, Washington. And a Fox News host, the latest celebrity to test positive. Neil Cavuto says he is grateful that he has been vaccinated against COVID-19, especially now since he has tested positive for the disease. The anchor made the disclosure in a news release from his network. It says Cavuto tested positive at the end of his show Monday night. While he was absent from his show the following day, he says in the statement that he feels fortunate because he has several health problems, including multiple sclerosis, open heart surgery, and a history of cancer. Cavuto says doctors told him with those medical issues he would be in a far more dire situation had he not been vaccinated. He says his statement to viewers is a simple one. Get vaccinated for yourself and everyone around you. I'm Oscar Wells Gabriel. The Supreme Court declining to block a vaccine requirement imposed on healthcare workers in Maine. Justice Stephen Breyer rejected the emergency appeal. The court has previously rejected challenges of vaccine requirements for New York City teachers and Indiana University staff and students. Maine will begin enforcing the mandate on October 29th. It requires hospital workers and nursing home workers to get vaccinated or risk losing their jobs. A federal judge who rejected the first request to block the mandate said the record indicated that regular testing alone wasn't sufficient to stop the spread of the Delta variant. Dozens have opted to quit, but most healthcare workers have complied with the requirement. The Liberty Council that filed the lawsuit claims to be representing more than 2,000 workers who don't want to be forced to be vaccinated. Jennifer King, Washington. Children's mental health on the minds of a coalition of pediatric groups urging Congress to address problems caused by the pandemic. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew. In a joint statement, the groups are declaring a national emergency in children's mental health. 
Gabriele Carlson of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry writes that children are suffering soaring rates of depression, anxiety, trauma, loneliness, and suicidality that will have lasting impacts on them, their families, and their communities. The groups are calling on lawmakers to increase federal funding for mental health access for families, providing access to telemedicine, and supporting school-based mental health care. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says a criminal gang in Haiti that abducted 17 missionaries wants a $1 million ransom for each hostage. It is U.S. policy not to negotiate with those holding hostages, but efforts are underway to win the hostages' release. The FBI is a part of a coordinated U.S. government effort to get the U.S. citizens. White House spokesman Jen Psaki says the U.S. government is urging American citizens not to visit Haiti. Kidnapping is widespread and victims regularly include U.S. citizens. We know these groups target U.S. citizens. The 17 hostages are affiliated with Christian Aid Ministries of Ohio and were abducted on Saturday after visiting an orphanage. A congressman is in hot water for allegedly lying to the FBI. U.S. Representative Jeff Fortenberry of Nebraska has been indicted by a federal grand jury of lying in a federal investigation into illegal campaign contributions from a Nigerian billionaire. A grand jury in Los Angeles indicted the nine-term Republican on one charge of scheming to falsify and conceal material facts and two counts of making false statements to federal investigators. The charges stem from an FBI investigation of illegal campaign contributions from Gilbert Shaguri, a Nigerian billionaire of Lebanese descent. The contributions, funneled through a group of Californians from 2012 through 2016, went to four U.S. politicians, including Fortenberry, in 2016. Using an analysis of federal election records, Politico has identified three other recipients, all Republicans, as former U.S. Representative Lee Terry of Nebraska in 2014, Representative Daryl Issa of California in 2014, and Mitt Romney during the 2012 president presidential campaign. There are no federal allegations that Terry, Isa, or Romney knew the donations originated from Shiguri. I'm Mike Gracia. And finally this morning, Daybreak Insider's Keith Peters tells us the FBI being very tight-lipped about a Russia-related investigation. Federal agents were carrying out law enforcement activity on Tuesday at a Washington mansion and New York City townhouse tied to Russian oligarch Oleg Deripaska, a close ally of Russian President Vladimir Putin. FBI officials would not provide any additional information about the circumstances surrounding their presence at either property or any information about potential investigations involving Deripaska. A spokesperson for Deripaska told reporters the searches were connected to U.S. sanctions and that the homes didn't belong to him but belonged to relatives. The sanctions imposed on Deripaska in 2018 prevent him from doing business or owning property in the U.S. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.